رادیو رومی Hi everyone, welcome back to Radio Rumi. I'm sitting in my house. It's a beautiful day in early June and I'm going to focus this um, particular program on the concept of death and dying in the poetry of Rumi. And you might think, why? Well, of course, partly because these are very important concepts and our culture currently really prevents us from thinking about them and they're always shrouded in a sense of uh, awe and fear and um, in a way it's good to see how he deals with that but I have another reason for doing this program also I'm dedicating this to my beloved friend um, Sogan Serafi Uh, who's also the force behind putting these programs together, and to the fact that her beloved father, Abbas Ali Seyrafi, passed away um, not so long ago, actually only a few weeks ago. And um, I think it's a good moment for her, for me, for all of us to think about um, these important concepts. So there we go, talking about death and dying and the way Rumi approaches these concepts. Well, first of all, you cannot really think and talk about dying without thinking and talking about life. And that is very much what Rumi does, connecting these concepts to one another. A lot of his poetry are dedicated to a life lived fully. And what he would define as a life lived fully is a life lived outside the prison. The prison that we often build for ourselves. The prison of our fears. The prison of our self-image. And the prison of goals we have to achieve at a certain moment in our lives, all kinds of prisons. So freedom from these prisons, while at the same time we engage life, um, because it's easy to live in seclusion 
and do nothing and then not have any of these fears. That's not what he's talking about. He talks about a life lived fully, but a life lived freely and outside this prison. وای آن دل که بدو از تو نشانی نرسد مرده آن تن که بدو مجده جانی نرسد سیاهان روز که بی نور جمالت گذرد هیچ از مطبخ تو کاسه و خانی نرسد وای آن دل که ز عشق تو در آتش نرود همچو زر خرد شود هیچ به کانی نرسد So, these three lines basically say Woe unto the heart that is not seeking you Now, this, remember this you for Rumi is definitely God No question about that But he calls this God Haq which also means the truth the biggest encompassing truth of our lives, whatever that is. Seeking freedom, seeking justice, seeking a heart that is open to others, all kinds of ways to interpret that. So woe unto the heart that is not going after you and is not receiving bounties from you. That heart is dead. مرده آنتن که بدو مجده جاونی نرسد. If you're not connected with this idea of seeking that betterment, that حق, that God, then that's a kind of death. That's one interpretation. And سیاهان روز که بی نور جمالت گذرد. So this connection brings a kind of light to the life. A kind of daylight, if you like, a kind of end of the nights of um, fears and doubts and darkness and so forth. And then it requires action and work. So this heart should also be ready to seek you and go forward in order to search this kind of truth. Now, what are some of the practical ways to, to handle this? Because you often can hear these beautiful lines of Rumi and think to yourself, well, how am I going to practically achieve that? And here's one advice. Omr bar omid farda miravat. Gafelane miravat. روزگار خیش را امروز دان بنگرش تا در چه سودا می رود Literally, your life passes in the hope of tomorrow You're always waiting for this tomorrow غافلانه سوی قوغا می رود In a kind of heedlessness, it's going toward a kind of war The expectation of the tomorrow that does not seem to ever get here. روزگار خیش را امروز دان بنگرش تا در چه سودا می رود. 
Consider your life today. Today is your life. And the next hemstitch is very practical and very beautiful. How are you spending it? How are you selling it, buying anything? So it's a kind of exchange. It's a kind of give and take. What are you spending it in? So that's one practical advice. Another one is let's appreciate each other. Let us see each other as mirrors for one another's good and bad things. Let us make that friendship really pure. That is, don't make friends with someone because that person can do something for you or because you're afraid that he or she has too much power, and if you're not in the power circle, then God knows what happens to you. Go to your friends, appreciate them, use them as mirrors that give a true reflection of who you are, and embrace them without any self-serving motives. So what I was telling you is that really the interpretation of this ghazal. بیا تا قدر یکدیگر بدانیم که تا ناگه ز یکدیگر نمانیم. Come, let's appreciate each other so that suddenly one moment we don't lose each other. بیا تا قدر یکدیگر بدانیم که تا ناگه ز یکدیگر نمانیم. چون مؤمن آینه مؤمن یقین شد چرا با آینه ما روگرانیم قرزها تیره دارد دوستی را قرزها را چرا از دل نرانیم Since every good friend, every faithful friend and don't see faith in terms of only religious faith because mu'min is also the person who gives you amniyat or safety. Every person who gives you true safety, deep friend-to-friend safety, is a mu'min in this particular context. And this is a saying of Prophet Muhammad that every mu'min is a mirror for another mu'min. So when your friend is your mirror, your true friend is your mirror, why would you turn your face away? Or why would you be upset with the image it shows you? چو بر گورم بخواهی بوسه دادن رخم را بوسه ده اکنون همانی so personal self-serving motivations darken friendships literally تیره دارد darkens friendships let's throw them away let's do that now let's now wait for that moment and since you may come and embrace my grave and kiss it in friendship. I'm here now. Give 
that kiss planted on my cheek now. چو بر گورم بخواهی بوسه دادن رخم را بوسه ده اکنون همانیم. Now let's get closer to actually the concept of death and not just life. In another gorgeously musical غزل he talks about death in a kind of dying of your fears. And it sounds very strange to us. But again, think about the daily concerns and angers and fears as you listen to this غزل. بمیرید, بمیرید, درین عشق بمیرید. درین عشق چون مردید همه روح پذیرید. Die. Die in the embrace of this love, this all-embracing, this life-giving love. Bemirid, bemirid, darin ishq bemirid, darin ishq chum mordid, hame ruh pazirid. Only after dissolving in this love, dying in this love, you are able, you're spacious enough to make room for this great spirit that can come to you. Bemirid, bemirid, darin ishq bemirid, darin ishq chum mordid, hame ruh pazirid. Bemirid, bemirid, vazin marg natarsid, kazin khawk baraid, samawad begirid. Die, die, and don't be afraid of this death, for you can come out of it and conquer the skies, basically the heavens. Yeki tishep begirid peye hofreye zendan, to zendan beshekastid hame shaho amirid. Take that axe, break it, break this wall around you. Feel the freedom. You'll be as free as a king. And then let's come closer to actual death that takes a person away. And here Rumi talks about what do we mean when we think that death actually takes a person away? Does death take everyone away? Well, it very much depends on who that person is. What that person has done in his or her life with people around them. And, you know, they don't have to all be Michelangelo's or Dante's or Hafez's or Rumi's or Shakespeare's. It could be very ordinary people, very everyday people who make a big impact on somebody next to them with one simple act of kindness a simple act of warning, a small gift, a word, a smile. It could be really anything. And it could be on a much bigger scale when you create something that lasts forever. He uses the example of Sanoi, the major poet who's really the founder of the mystical tradition, the literary mystical tradition that Rumi himself is a student of. گفت کسی 
خاجه سنایی بمرد مرگ چنان خاجه نکاریست خورد کاه نبودو که به بادی پرید آب نبودو که به سرما فسرد Somebody said Sanai has died <laughs> Dying of such a person is not a small thing In other words, don't believe that Think کاه نبودو که به بادی پرید He was not a speck of dust or, or a strand of straw that flew on the wind آب نبودو که به سرما فسرد He wasn't water that froze in, into ice in cold winter شانه نبود او که به موی شکست دانه نبود او که زمینش فسرد He wasn't a comb that broke trying to straighten hair or uh, a seed that just disappeared and the earth embraced it گنج زری بود در این خاکدان کود و جهان را به جوی میشه مرد قالب خاکی سوی خاکی فکند جان خرد سوی سماوات برد He was a treasure that had lived on this earth and the whole thing, the whole world or even both worlds This and the one after death, none of that really mattered to him. He wanted to be the person he wanted to be, and he dedicated his life to that. And then, when the time came to die, قالب خاکی سوی خاکی فکند جان خرد سوی سماوات برد When the time came for him to die, he threw his earthly clothing, shell, Here, and he took the soul of his wisdom, John Khirat, the soul of his wisdom towards the heavens. That certainly is true and has proven true for almost a thousand years now after Sanoi's death. He is gone, but his John Khirat The soul of his wisdom permeates almost every thoughtful writing that has taken place among Persian speakers and of course later on through translations in multiple Eastern and Western languages. And again, you don't have to be Sanai. Every one of us on a smaller scale in our lives have something to contribute. And that lasts. And then Rumi gives you, as usual, a very beautiful poetic image that describes this poetically. Because some things are really not that easy at all to describe in any way other than in poetic language. Sof daromicht bedurdiyamei bar sar khum rafto judaushut zedurd. I have never made wine, but I'm sure those who have made wine understand this image much better. Apparently, with winemaking, there are these hard, kind of solid parts that uh, settle down at the bottom of the barrel. 
the purified, the clean, the separated wine lifts itself up and stands at the top. So he says, when we are alive, these two are mixed together. Our John Echerat and our anger and our bodily needs and our mental needs, all of them are mixed together. But when death occurs, the solid, the hard, the heavy sinks down to the earth and the purified, the essence of who we have been goes up and spreads around in the heavens, which are the lives of all the generations that are going to come after us. And that heaven doesn't have to be something very mysterious and high up there or totally religious. It could be the lives of the people who come two, three generations after us. And imagine that we can all make an impact on them. Okay, we still have some more uh, poetic exploration of this before I take you even closer to the concept of death. So here Rumi compares himself to a wine cup and he says, در جمع چنین مستان جامی چه محل دارد؟ Oh, my wine cup broke my body. Well, there was a crack in it. Something was wrong in it. But در جمع چنین مستان جامی چه محل دارد؟ But I'm sitting with all these totally intoxicated people around me. Who's going to think about one cup? گر بشکند این جامم من قصه نیاشامم جامی دگران ساقی در زیر بغل دارد Now, I am not going to worry about this wine cup breaking because that cup bearer ساقی who's coming my way has tons of those to give me جام از تن خاکی جان است می پاکی جامی دگرم بخشد که این جام علل دارد This earthly body is the, is the cup and what is in it my being, my thinking, my loving, my hating everything that's in me that's the wine in the cup if this cup breaks He's going to give me another one. Now, I'm going to say something that I think is important to us and 21st century listeners. They're going to say, oh, I have only this one body. It breaks and it's going to disappear and it's gone. Well, when he says you have another cup, I don't think he's referring to another body. I mean, of course, if you believe in coming back in another life form, you can interpret it that way. And indeed, some of Rumi's poetry can easily be interpreted that way if you are inclined to think that you come back and you come back until you have achieved what um, 
the, the goal of your life and your soul is. And Buddhists would interpret this in, in this way. But you can also interpret it as another form of existence, whether it's the impact that Sanai makes, um, the wonderful thing that, uh, that your grandfather did and you will remember forever and pass it on to your children. Those are other ways of existence and each one of us have ways to do that. Now, Rumi knows that despite the fact that he thinks and talks about dying in his own way without being disappointed or angry or totally afraid that we ordinary human beings will have a hard time doing that. His way of dealing with that is to draw our attention to the fact that if you can step into the light of, of day, then no matter how long is your next night, you know there is going to be another day because you've just seen one. Pishtara. Pishtara ruyeto juz nur nist. Kis gaz eshqeto makhmur nist. Ni qalatam dar talab jaun jan پیش میا پس به مرا دور نیست تلعت خورشید کجا بر نتافت ماه بر کیست که مشهور نیست هر که خورد قصه و غم بعد از این با رخ چون ماه تو معذور نیست هر دل بی عشق اگر پادشاست جز کفن اطلس و جز گور نیست فرسی سسو دی بلاوت کام کلوسر کام کلوسر your face is like giving. Everybody is in love with it. Then he says, oh no, I'm so sorry. Don't come close. Don't go far away. It doesn't make any difference because close and far are not meaningful anymore. When your light is shining, when the sun is out, it is so all-embracing that where we are does not make a difference. So what is the connection of this with death and separation? The connection from Rumi's perspective, as far as I can interpret, is that life is about experiencing. Experiencing and sensing things, not just intellectually trying to understand it. If you sense life, if you have watched it, like you have been immersed in sunlight, you feel that connection with life, which is not possible to be severed. That you are connected with it in a way that has no beginning and no end. Now, of course, he does have all kinds of um, philosophical interpretations as well. And he tells you, why, according to those interpretations, again, we are connected forever. Margema hast arusiya abad. Serra anchist. Hovallahu ahad. Here's a Quranic verse. Hovallahu ahad means God is the one, the indivisible one. And the Sufis interpret that as 
all existence being interconnected in one. None of us are outside that because that one which is God is all embracing. So when you think about that, there's no separation. When you go from one version of yourself to another, you're still connected with that. And then he gives you another poetic interpretation of that. Shams tafriq shud az rozaneha, baste shud rozaneha, raft adad. The sun gets divided into different columns of light when it shines through separate windows. When those windows are closed, there are no numbers. Everything's one. The sun is one. On adad ha ke darangur bovad, nis dar shire kazangur chekat. Another poetic interpretation. When you look at a bunch of grapes, there are so many of them. But if you squeeze them, get the essence of them out, they come in the form of grape juice or even more um, thickened, syrupy essence that you can make out of it. There is no separation there. Har ke zendast, so, if you are connected and alive with your connection to that eternal one, when you hear the word Allah, don't think a one specific Muslim God. What that word means to Muslims and particularly to Sufis is the one truth, the haq, the all-embracing truth that covers all our lives. So whoever is connected with this one, believing the death of one form is only bringing him or her closer to that one truth. Let me end with two poems of Rumi, which are really my favorite ones, or among my favorite ones, and one of them is about the day of his death. He says, what you will see on that day and what you shouldn't do. بروز مرگ چو تابوت من روان باشد گمان مبر که مرا درد این جهان باشد. برای من مگری و مگو دریق دریق به دام دیو درفتی دریق آن باشد. جنازم چو ببینی مگو فراغ فراغ مرا وسال و ملاقات آن زمان باشد on the day of my death when you see my body carried out in the casket don't think I'm thinking back about this world I'm looking towards where I'm going don't cry for me don't say oh so sorry alas alas he left no if you are in the trap of the demon which is probably the same things we have been thinking about. Anger, fear, hesitation, doubt, self-importance, all of those. If you are in the trap of the demon, that's what you should be sorry about. When you see my body, don't say separation. In fact, I'm going to be united. And then it gives you poetic images to understand this concept that he's telling us better فروشدن چو بدیدی برا آمدن بنگر قروب 
شمس و قمر را چرا زیان باشد when you see the setting of the sun and the moon think about when they are going to rise again setting is no end to the sun and the moon ترا غروب نماید ولی شروق بود لحد جو حبس نماید خلاص جان باشد you are thinking about this as ending for the sun but in fact it's rising somewhere else the same is true of one ending of one aspect of your life you're setting and then you will rise in another way in another concept and then gives you an even more tangible example kodam dawn furu raft dar zamin ke narost kodam dawn furu raft dar zamin ke narost chera be dawn ye insan in gaman bashad when did you ever sow a seed in the earth that it did not grow out in the form of a tree a plant why do you expect the seed of humanity to disappear with this death kodam dalv furu raft kodam dalv furu raft o pur burun namat ze chaw yusuf janra chraw faqan bashad now there used to be these wells in traditional ways of using water and you would send your um container down the well and pull water out and he says down in the earth there is water when you go down you can bring up water from there he also uses the image of uh, joseph Yusuf was supposed to be thrown into a well by his brothers but he came out and became a very important figure in Egypt and at uh, the stories you know from biblical and Quranic stories I want to give you a couple more lines that are really beautiful he says he wants to tell you how you don't die if you have lived a life of love and so he gives his own example he says zakhaw ke man agar gandum barayat az an gar nan pazi masti fazayat khamir nan ba divane gardat tanurash beit mastane sarayat if wheat grows from my earth if you turn it into bread make bread out of it and eat it you're going to be drunk and i'll tell you believe that <laughs> because anything connected to him could bring that level of elated intoxicated life which is not about a big triumph it's not about any kind of victory in fact it is about embracing the depth and the beauty of the life around you and then he gives this advice mayal be deaf به گور من برادر که در بزم خدا غمگین نشاید مرا حق از می عشق آفریده است همان عشقم اگر مرگم بساید don't come to my grave without a musical instrument without a daf daf is a drum a frame drum so don't come to my 
grave without that instrument, my brother, because you cannot be sad where the party is going on. So you have to join that party. And God Haq, has created me from the wine of love. I will be love even if after, even after I have died. زخاو که من اگر گندم براوگد از آنگر نان پزی مستی فضاوگد خمیر و نان با دیوانه گردد تنورش بیت مستانه سراوید میابی دف به گور من برادر که در بزم خدا غمگین نشاوید مرا حق از می اشقاو فریده است همان اشقم اگر مرگم بساوید Looking forward to talking to you very soon again. Goodbye.